0: 10 good money habits that you wish you've been implementing since you are a child. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and uh, welcome to this first episode of the 10 good money habits. I hope it will be educative for you, potentially challenging, but more importantly, informative to help you survive and manage your money better after COVID. And as always, I am grateful to have you join me. So let's get started with habit. Number one. So habit number one is earn it, all right? Earn it, make money. Let me ask you this. How do you earn your money? How do you make your money? What do you do for a living, right? How does your money come to yourself? How many ways do you think are there to earn money? There's two ways you make money. One is you work for money, and the other one is money work for you. You work for money, and money work for you. you can see here we can see that on the left side or on this side where you have the e and the s and the s you are you are either employed or self employed the other side you have money work for you which means you are either a business owner or an uh, or an investor so either you are employed or self employed business owner or investor so you can clearly see these two ways you make your money now which one should you be employing? Both. Ideally, you want to be employing both systems. Why? You and I were made, were created to solve problems. We were created to be a community. We were created to help one another. If you want to to go to, to, to a higher level, we were created so we can make this planet like heaven. That means we have work to do. Which means you have different skill set than I do. The work you can do the best way you can do it only you can because guess what like your thumbprint there's something that you were created for but that's gonna take work to discover isn't it we might talk about that late at a later time so there's two ways to work for to, to make money either you work for money or money works for you how many should you be employing both ways you always want to make sure that you're working smart you're always Earning your money. So, now it's going to take us a, a mindset shift, by the way, to come from the first quadrant, which is employed and self employed, into business owner and investor. Now, the beautiful thing is, in today's world of technology, this has been made so much easier. Can you imagine? Since COVID started, since the lockdown, the entire world, most people have been working from home, which means There is something that you could do from home now that you have gotten the momentum. So as we return back to the so-called new normal, it's vitally important that you start thinking apart from your job, what value could you provide? What value, what valuable service can you provide? Let me give you a quick example. Take for example, a teacher, a teacher goes to work in a school, obviously, right? That's the job she has. She, he is employed. And they have to fulfill the hours they've been contracted by the employer, whether it's the government or a private school. Let me me ask you another question. What would that teacher do outside of school that does not conflict with what they love to do? Tuition. Yes. As a teacher, you could provide private tuition on the side. Now, that means you are making, you're, you're working for money, And now you have become self-employed on the side. All right. So how can you then turn that into a business, right? You could get a franchise. You could hire someone who will uh, work when you're not there. That means with your expertise, you're overlooking the business while you also do what you love, which is teaching. Now, that's just one way. There's multiple other ways. And I'll discuss that with you as we continue sharing with you some of this information about making Money. Now, parenting tip. If you are a parent, trust me, you want to start them young on how to make money. You want to start them young on how to be financially responsible. And chores are a brilliant way to do it. Now, I know it can be tough. I have four kids, four. My first one, he's 16. And I still have to remind him to do his chores. And so on. you get the gist if you're a parent. Now, when I was young, I hated doing chores. However, any time there was an incentive, like money, oh yeah, I would jump onto the opportunity and I would make sure I would shine my brothers uh, and, and potentially get the pay. But what happens when you promise the kids something and then you don't pay them or you don't fulfill your promise? Now, you as a parent are teaching them that someone is going to abuse and use them in the future. Are you preparing them for success or for failure? When they go to work and they're told to do something, you've already sown the seed in their head that one day your boss may give you work and then pay you so little. So it's vitally important as a parent, if you make a promise, make sure you fulfill it because you're training your children to succeed. Now, will you have challenges with this? Yeah, you might, but hey, guess what? Even though you're starting, it's much better to get started. Start with them early and train them as you go along. Now, work, work, many people don't like working. But work doesn't have to be a dirty word. Work, in fact, is not a dirty word. Love your work so much that it is going to be synonymous with play. Let me give you a quick example. Just recently, we were watching the Euros. And as for those of us who live in England were like, yeah, it's coming home, it's coming home. And those who are in Italy, they were like, yeah, it's coming to Rome, it's coming to Rome. And finally, the cup went wherever it went, which is Rome. I still have the dream, you know. I believe well, sooner or later it's gonna come home, and home means England. But let's zoom in to the players. They work hard, day and night, keeping fit, eating right, exercising, mental conditioning, physical conditioning. We don't see that, do we? All we see is young boys, young men in the pitch, running after the ball, back and forth, back and forth, for after 90 minutes, they're probably tired and knackered. They, to us, they are not working, they are playing. And to them, they love what they do so much that it's not worth them. They live and breathe and dream and work football. That's just one example. So let me ask you this. Is it possible that you love your work? If you love what you do or the service you provide, the work then is sharpening your tools, so to speak, so you can be outstanding in the the service you provide. Now, your job will pay you wages right? But if you work for fulfillment, you will get dividends because let me, uh, let, let me tell you one thing. If at your work at the moment, for example, that your company is going, is shrinking, the workforce is shrinking. Normally there's one kind of employee that will always be retained. And that's the guy who gets in early, does a little bit more than is required of them with an attitude of ownership. Yes. If you just own your work, love your colleagues, work with them, but go the extra mile, your employer has to love you. They have to keep you. Why would they let you go? Unless it's your manager who maybe you're threatening because they see your work ethic. But I tell you what, personally, I work as though I'm working for God. I work as though I'm working for the creator of all things. There's a particular verse in scripture that I like that says promotion comes from above. And then another story I'm gonna tell you, so you hopefully encourage you to work harder, is a lady who was really, really diligent in her work. And as she was working, the people she was working with, uh, working with thought they were, he, she was a little bit pushy, a little bit, you know, overly concerned, maybe pushing to them too much to do more. So they decided, her team decided to go against her and put a negative word so she can be demoted. Well, Guess what? The company did some investigations and they discovered she was actually underworked and underpaid. So they removed her from being a regional director to a a director, um, to a continental director. Can you imagine? Why? Because she worked the extra mile. She walked the extra mile. She put in her heart in her work. So, as we reopen from this pandemic, I wanna challenge you. Don't just go for the normal nine to five. If you don't love your job, I think it's vitally important you start reevaluating your values. If it's keeping in the money coming in, you're caught in the rat race. If you're only going to work, if you're only working for the money, you're caught in a loop of a rat race. Because you go to work, you come back home. You go from home, you go back to work. And that cycle can be very demeaning. It can suck life out of you. However, there is hope. There is hope. What if you're a nurse, right? If you're a nurse, there's something else that you could do alongside your job. Now, nurses give give it up for them because they have been brilliant through the whole lockdown thing. And you know what? Respect for those people. But again, we saw the challenges they are facing. Most of them are underpaid and overworked. What else can they do? Well. I tell you what, as a nurse, yes, you get paid. If you can work with your expenses, you could start putting aside some money and buy assets. Yes, buy assets. And I could help you do that if you're if you're a nurse, you can have a conversation. So make sure, I hope this video has been um, helpful to yourself. I'm going to leave you with an affirmation. I'm going to leave you with one affirmation. And he goes, I love my work and I am well compensated Uh, for the value I bring to the marketplace. I love my work and I am well compensated for the value I bring in the marketplace. You see, the amount of money you make is determined by how good you are and how difficult it is to replace you. Those are the only two prerequisites to earn a lot of money. How good you are at your job and how difficult it is to replace you. So, I leave you with this. Love your work so much that you get compensated in great ways for the value you provide. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you you enjoyed it, like it, comment, share it, ask questions. I love good questions. And I'll see you next time in number two of the 10 Good Money Habits. Ciao, ciao, take care of yourself.